Yeah. All right. What should we call this one? Astley Mady is spiritually fucked. <gasps> Doodoo Tara. Doodoo Tara. <laughs> spiritually fucked. There it is. That's what I was like. And I was like, this is, I feel, I was like, I feel like I'm going to get struck by lightning by saying this, but I think the shin ramens are even better. Like, I like the spice. Where, what shin ramens? Like the, the stove top? Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that more. The ones that it's you can noodles. get from like, is that I like, what it is? Yeah. I think it's the noodle consistency that gets me, even like gonzo, like I do like gonzo, but I had a katsu bowl at gonzo. It was the best katsu really? I've ever had. It had the katsu sauce like somehow on it. It was almost like a sticky uh-huh. like katsu uh-huh. with the sauce Ooh. on it already, but it was still Ooh. really crunchy and crispy. And it was so good. I would be down for that. Where? Gonzo. Okay. It was, it's like one of the best ramen spots in the world. Stop. Or no. In the US. In the US. Okay. In the US. Yeah. But still. And it's super dope. I almost want to be like, congratulations. Yeah. Like congratulations. <laughs> they um also had um they have like a bunch of like like they were playing like one piece while we were there. So we took the kids the day the day that Worf oh. we had to put Worf down. We like went after, got ramen and like yeah. got them like they have like musubis and stuff. Oh like, what a good they way watched. To... Yeah. And just That's being really Carl's bad. Yeah, change of scene. Yeah. Like change of scenery. Yeah. You know the ocean. She just be doing things. I know. Calming everybody. Um, okay. I- so we're doing, I think I told you about this, a weird Victorian word or phrase. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Much like Dickensian. Like Dickensian, which just just realized. <laughs> it's spelled D-I. What Kensian? What did you think it was? Dickensian. Oh, like a deck of cards? Yeah. Dickensian? Yeah. Like- or D-E-C-E-N. You S- lost me when you started spelling. I know. That's why I just, I'm forever confused. Yeah. This is how my brain works. Yeah, Charles Dickens. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, like. Um, connected that. Just like, it took me weeks to connect that. Do you know when I think of Charles Dickens, I only think of Gonzo? <laughs> Wait, what? From a Muppet Christmas Carol. Because yeah. in a Muppet Christmas Carol, oh, he... he plays Charles Dickens. Yes, that tracks. That tracks. And so even though, but I imagine him in like the little cute little like vest. Uh-huh. I just, love that movie so just, much. Just, just so proper. <laughs> Actually, no. Faye is down with uh, Muppet, Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is one of my favorites. Okay, so that's good. I, I just actually like... saw this thing. This uh-huh. is a side note. I just saw this thing where Michael Caine, when he was cast, he was like, I'm going to act it like I'm with the Royal Shakespearean Theater Company. <laughs> And I think that's why it's so good because yeah. he's just – he's not, like, ever, like mm, – because, you know, like, with all of the, like, cameos they do in, like, all of those movies, uh-huh. everyone is always kind of like, I'm in a Muppets movie. <laughs> and he's just like, mm-mm. No. I'm going to – I'm a real actor. Yeah. I'm going to take this one real serious. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that's why it's so good. I was just telling Tommy I think that they need to go back to doing, like, good public uh, domain Movies again, like Muppet oh, Treasure yeah. Island or like, I love those. No, I agree. I agree. They need to figure their lives out, though, because they're not going to make good movies like that with all the bullshit that's happening. People not getting paid properly. 
Well, maybe now that there's... Now that the strike is over. We'll see. Perhaps. I wonder if Muppet performers count as being SAG um, oh. after. Oh, fuck. I, we must look up. Are Here she goes. Muppet, <laughs> Muppeteers. They're, techless, they're technically after. people. Yes, they do. SAG after covers puppeteers as principal performers. There you go. That's what I'm saying. They're technically people. Yeah, they are. And honestly, they are the most talented. Because yeah. have you ever seen like bloopers on any of them? Like even when they like fuck up, they still stay in character as the puppet. I have not seen the bloopers. Or like their improv whenever like they have a special guest or something on Sesame Street. Uh-huh. And they're just like shooting the shit. Uh-huh. They're like, they're just well, still... they will have a full on conversation. They are they're not like, committed. hey, yeah. this is what I'm going to say. They like literally are as puppet yeah the whole time okay so our victorian phrase okay is coffee sisters coffee sisters coffee sisters is a 19th century german term for malignant gossipers oh i yeah. mean i could see that yeah like so instead tea, of like, like spilling the yeah, tea instead of spilling the tea they call them coffee, coffee sisters. sisters like the chismosas like uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah okay I know. See, that was we can use that one, and I can use that one in my. Daily I was life. about to just make myself some coffee before I was like, mm, health, yeah, water, water. My body is like screaming for water, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna drown it in beans, mm-hmm. watery water, bean water, water, bean, bean water. <laughs> I like that coffee sisters, coffee sisters. Yeah. I'll use it today in a sentence, and I'll text you about it. Yeah. I think that'll be good. It'll be perfect. Okay, so last week we talked about Young Living and its founder, Donald Gary Young, who uh, murdered his own baby and then also tried to fake being a doctor. Several times. Yeah. So blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So doTERRA. doTERRA. That's the only way that it's said. Have we done a poll? Did you know that I was listening to the last episode and- even after I was like, oh, you're right. It's doTERRA. I was still like, doTERRA. Doterra, doTERRA. No. Undo it. Honestly, I feel like doTERRA is the way it's said. No. And yeah. A hundred. I feel like even when I hear doTERRA. You think do doTERRA. Oh, no. But I, would, oh, I do know now. Look at me. That's rubbing. That's me rubbing off on you. <laughs> do doTERRA. Do doTERRA. Oh, God. So I know. So doTERRA was started in 2008 by former Young Living COO David Sterling and other ex- ex-executives from the Utah-based company. So just to recap, Sterling was fired because, according to D. Gary Young, quote, Satan had exercised dominion over him and he was beginning to think he knew more than God Gary. Sterling was like, Maybe a guy who's not a doctor should not be performing gallbladder surgery. Just throwing it out there. Or injecting oil into people's veins. and Just straight to the vein. Straight up. That's fucking crazy. And then Young was like, you're Satan. (laughs) (laughs) You're Satan. (laughs) You're Satan. I can do what I want. Uh (laughs) I have been doing what I want. I'm going to do what I want. Uh Satan. Oils save everything. I'm a doctor. Yeah. And fucking A. I know. So the founders of doTERRA wanted to make essential oils more accessible. And Young Living was kind of like taking it more into like a mystical, like biblical area. And they wanted it to be more like here, like, like a... 
like your medicine cabinet. Yeah. Like a little bit more accessible, a little bit more mainstream. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to target mostly like moms who wanted to help their kids. Yeah. Right? Again, vulnerable population. I know. Our moms that like. Are stressed out. You don't know what's right because there's all this conflicting information. And honestly, and I think that this is a whole other conversation, but I do think that the medical establishment is failing people. And I think that I just saw this study. um, Don't quote me. But (laughs) there was a study done where like a good chunk of women had felt like they had been medically gaslit by their doctors. Oh, my God. I just saw like it was a big headline. Uh huh. Yeah. And so I think that because of that, they turned to like these alternative ways to heal themselves because they're not feeling they're not feeling supported. They're not not feeling feeling, even heard. Yeah. And they're not feeling like they're going to get any solution because they're being gaslit, essentially. So they're Mm going to take it into their own hands and try to do something that couldn't hurt right because it's natural yeah and the internet is a very insidious place because every time i'm like oh i have a headache i also look it up and then i'm like i have cancer yeah i'm dead yeah (laughs) i'm at yours you're six feet under (laughs) (laughs) exactly knock knock i know guess what I had a little bit of an eye twitch I and know. I'm dying and I, I need oregano oil in my veins to I help I told me. you that I can't look things up and I'll send things to my sister to look up. Oh, that's smart. Because she needs to like vet things for me because I spiral. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how um, Tommy is, but you know. Yeah. Like the other day, that's like when I did all those labs or whatever, I uh-huh. sent my results to Aldridge because I was like, Translate them for me because if I like read these myself, I'm certainly dying. Yeah, death store. So you're you're like my Aldridge, yeah, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We gotta we gotta keep gotta uh, as everyone everyone grounded. Yeah. So DoTerra quickly blows up. Sales catch up with Young Living, which is like Holy turns shit. it into a thing. Yeah, Young Living in 2013. God Gary sues them. That. No, yep. God Gary was super pissed. And wait, was he even alive? In did he die? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He died yeah, in 2018. He, yeah. yeah. He died the few. Yeah. So in 2013, Young Living sues doTERRA for stealing trade secrets because it was so many of like their people. Mm-hmm. So so 2013, Young Living sues doTERRA for stealing their trade secrets, mostly because there were so many high level executives that were working, like went to go start this company. Yeah. And it was super long and drawn out trial. And it ended with a civil case in which the judge had to request the two parties wear fewer oils because they were giving him a headache and a (laughs) stomach ache. (laughs) He's like, I would love to continue helping you guys with this. Can you do me a solid and wear less oils? Because I just can't breathe over here. Like, headache central. The the oils are too much. Right? That is so good. A jury ended up dismissing all charges but found that Young Living acted in bad faith, so they were required to pay doTERRA's legal fees. Good. Hells yes. That's a win for doTERRA. Yeah. Okay. So doTERRA promises pure oils with an ethical supply chain and has dozens of charitable projects it helps to fund. Okay. So it sounds like it's better. Yeah. But it's not. Oh, shit. So, well, okay. You would think that, like, the guy who saw God Gary going crazy was like, I'm going to do this differently and do it right. So it's – I honestly think that it's not – he's 
definitely not on par with with God Gary. With God but he's Gary, just not that personally, great but the company and the way that it runs, it's almost like a copy paste situation. Oh, shit. So like DoTerra follows the same MLM structure, and it get did get a slap on the wrist from the FTC in 2014 for claiming that their oils could cure autism and cancer, oh and then again in 2022 for saying on guard oil prevented COVID 19. So. Kind of the same shit, just without ex-convict baby killer. You know how killer. they sell, like, the thieves? Does doTERRA have thieves? Yeah, now? it's called On Guard. Oh, okay. So it's the same. Yeah. I do like, they I think we talked about this last time. Yeah, I, like I, I like the smell of On Guard more yeah. than thieves. Oh. Well, see, I didn't even know On Guard. I, you know, On Guard. <laughs> That's I what know. I think. I was like, like it. I'm going to fight things. They even I'm have, like, um, like, throat lozenges. The on guard does, and I used to get down on that shit because I would was teaching so much I was always losing my voice. Uh huh. It didn't help. Oh, okay. it wasn't That's soothing good. at all. But I thought that it was helping. But no, again, no. again, <laughs> placebo, placebo. Yeah, can't handle. I know. Yeah, so, kind of copy fate, copy paste situation. But where DoTerra really fucks up is with their supply chain. Specifically, it's acquisition of frankincense in Somaliland. They aren't alone in this. In yeah. where? Somaliland. It's a, a it's like a territory off of that broke away from Somalia. Whoa. So it's in Somalia, like the borders yeah. of what you would consider Somalia, Somalia but it's Somaliland. Okay. So they aren't alone in this. Young Living recently pleaded guilty to illegal trafficking in rosewood oil from Peru. So, which considers rosewood trees a threatened species. Yeah. Species. Species. Spe- I said species. 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 Wait, What's how do we me? say species? No, we species? do say. Species. I don't know. Endangered species. Oh, God. You're going to have to look endangered, up a pronoun. Endangered species. Oh, you might be right. I don't know. Endangered it's spelled species, but well, why, why do we, we say, say, say species? I say we say species. Do we just say species? God dang it. Is this like a California thing? <gasps> where like- Where we say Calif- mountain? Yeah. Where Not we mountain? We, yeah, we don't pronounce the T's in anything. Sacramento, yeah. Huntington. Well, the, you know. Not Huntington. Wait, you do say Sacramento. Oh. Sacramento. I see it now. I know, really, right? It's yeah, like, maybe this is a California, like, like a dialect species. thing. Species, species. species. Okay. Anyway, okay, sorry. Young Living, guilty to illegal trafficking, rosewood oil from Peru. Frankincense of biblical and good smelling fame mm-hmm. comes from the Boswellia trees found most commonly in Yemen, Oman, and the Horn of Africa, specifically. Somaliland, which is a sovereign state that broke off of Somalia. Uh-huh. Frankincense is harvested by, harvested by scraping the bark from Boswellia trees and letting the step form like a resin crystal. Uh-huh. And then they take the resin crystal, they grate it, and then they distill it. So you need a lot of resin in order to make just Even a teeny just a smidge. bit. Yeah. So back in the day, harvesting the harvesting season lasted six months, and one tree could have anywhere between – eight to 12 cuts per tree, nine being the ideal number. But since essential oils have created such a high demand, trees are being overtapped. Conservationalists regularly see trees with up to 50 cuts, oh on my some God. occasions well over 100. 
So not only does it affect the quality of the resin, but it also affects the health of the ecosystem. Yeah. That is especially concerning because the harvesting season has been lasting year-round, meaning trees are weakened, have no time to recover before being tapped again, and then on top of that, constant droughts because of global warming. Yeah. That sounds so awful. That sounds straight fungally. It is like Ferngully. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. So the conservation site Save Frankincense says, quote, we were told that the harvesters were losing 100 to 200 trees per year in an area only 10 square kilometers. Given the low densities at which the trees grow, it is highly significant level of death. Though we have not yet surveyed the entire growing region, these findings are troubling. Yeah. If the frankincense forests die, both a unique ecosystem and the African cultural legacy will be lost. Like, literally, let's just not be so fucking greedy. Let's do with what's within our, like, what's within our, not scope, but like, so that you don't do any damage. Yeah. Like, because in the long run, it will hurt them. Right. there will be nothing left. Because we're greedy. Mm -hmm. Well, not we, but... Yeah. So Boswellia trees are considered threatened, not endangered yet. However, they reached threatened status very quickly. And if the demand persists, that will change super quickly Oh, it's as immediate. Well. Yeah. I'm like, it took them all of what, however many years to put it into the threatened category, and then mm-hmm. it's going to be endangered in five minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's problem number one. This okay. next one is a is a harder pill to swallow. So doTERRA uses a middleman between themselves and their harvesters of frankincense. The company is called Astley Mady, and it's run by a name, name a man named Barkad Hassan. Astley Mady has been accused of underpaying their harvesters or failing to pay, failing to deliver payment at all. And Hassan himself is accused of sexual assault Fuck and him. rape. So trigger warning for this next section. Um, if you don't want to listen, you can maybe skip ahead, maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. So the way that Hassan runs Asli Mady is that he often comes into these harvesting communities and negotiates a f- more than fair price for the resin. So about 3 to $5 per kilo. And then he takes the resin on loan, claiming to sell it and then give them their money once he's paid. However, he he's just not doesn't pay it. them. Or he'll like wait till they're starving and be like, "Here's a little bit." Like or you're desperate. Yeah. We'll or take here's this. yeah. This or here's all I some can give food. you. Take it or leave it. Yeah. So it leaves the communities starving yeah. and has to, they have to rely on what very little money they pay him. Yeah, and they or he'll pay them. And they've completely pivoted from doing whatever it is they were doing before to raise money or to earn money because they're doing. What they're they're doing this for the for him. Mm-hmm. So Hassan is super well connected and usually sows chaos and confusion to dodge culpability. And Jeanette DiCarlo, a sustainability expert and researcher who consulted for DoTerra, worked with Hassan for three years. So originally she was sent to Somaliland to investigate a chemical component in the supply chain of a UK-based company. But when she arrived, she met Hassan in what appeared to be a coincidence, like 
he was like one of her students was like, oh, this is my friend. And he Nothing's was like, a coincidence. oh, yeah, it turns out to be a complete setup. Of and course. He was tipped off that she was coming to investigate. And he just happens to insert himself into like the group's work. And he's like, I'm going to set up these meetings and I'm going to help you guys. Because if he can control that piece of it, he so can. Then they go there. onto a site and they're chased away by a bunch of dudes in a pickup wielding guns and are yelling at them. Like and some then- radical. Yeah. And so then Hassan is like, oh, my gosh, this is my bad because I sent you to the site. Let me provide security for you so I know that you're safe and I know that you guys are going to be good. But in doing so, he's able to control where they went, everything they saw and the information that they were getting. Mm -hmm. And he was allowed to kind of shift their they were like kind of shifted Shift their like perspective. the they, well, they shift can... the goal of the group which was to investigate this weird chemical component then she was like well maybe we need to be working more to create this cohesive relationship between the government and the harvesters uh-huh. and so in doing that that still gives him his pocket it prevents doTERRA from knowing what's going on mm-hmm. and all these reports coming out that things aren't right that things aren't going well so he was like super successful in that. So she was, he was constantly having her arrested by immigration and then and being like, I'm so sorry, I don't know. What's and going. then graciously bailing her out. Uh huh. And he was telling people, like, he was telling villagers that she, like, harvesters that she was from a big company trying to buy their oils for a penny per kilo. So they were increasingly unwilling to work with of her course and were becoming not. hostile. Yeah. And as miserable as it was, she was like, I'm trying to make inroads with this government so i knew he was kind of crazy but like it if it helped me to save the boswellia trees and it helped harvesters like whatever i could deal with this crazy guy Uh uh-huh so she felt like she just kind of like had to go through him it was like a necessary evil on the last day of one of their trips and this is a trigger warning for sexual assault hassan raped her no and she was so scared because of his connections that she just pretended like nothing happened, got on a plane, and then got back to the U.S., reported it to doTERRA in 2019, and they continued to work for him, like Fuck with him, that. until like this year. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Or maybe last year. But still. Yeah. Like knowingly working with somebody who has raped this woman. Yeah. Who was also working with you. With them. Yeah. And they were just like, oh. So Anjanette DiCarlo is also a badass bitch and not only came forward despite numerous death threats, but also uses her platform to shed light on the regular sexual assault that women and girls in Somaliland face by both Hassan and kind of like his powerful friends because it's kind of like a mafia situation. And bring the focus back to the conservation work that she's doing to save the Boswellia trees and ensure a happy and healthy, there's fair supply chain. Mm-hmm. Recently, Vice did a report on the frankincense trade in Somaliland. And while covering Ashley Mady, they started to be followed. And oh, eventually, shit. Hassan agrees to meet with them for an interview. And then... And he also, like, comes in and is, like, kind of a dick because he's like, what is this even about? Like, And she's like, time. well, we're Let's journalists. See. And he's like, I mean, but Vice. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, for Vice, though, is that really, like, oh, even journalism? My. And she's like, you're more that she's like, you can have whatever opinion you want. I just yeah. have a few questions. So then the interview is then, like, raided by the police. 
And they're like, you don't have a permit to be here to like the take police this. that he hired to yes. come in. And then they like sweep him away. And he was like, he's like, yeah. And then he does an interview somewhere else. And he says that like the police came because uh, the journalists from America were like a threat to him. And they Fuck were like off. trying to look out. Yeah. He's he a being, walking threat. He's insane. Yeah. But you can see he is very charismatic. So you can like see how people would just believe him or well, like. Like the way that like it's like it's like veiled threats, mm. but like also charismatic veiled mm-hmm. threats. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like scary. Yeah. So you're kind of like, wait, is this guy you're like you're really gonna... helping me or are you going to murder me? Yeah, probably the Both. latter. Both. Both. No, Both. no. The latter. The latter. The latter. He's going to yeah. murder I, mean, uh, I don't know. Actually, like help. Actually, I don't know. He's I've I've not done or is found still, anything. Is he still He's, trucking? Yeah, he's he's, he's alive. Still in? Oh my god, he's still alive. Uh, he has not. I I do not know if he has murdered anybody. So that <laughs> I don't. I know. mean, I think we could probably assume, like, or if he hasn't by his own hand, is he's probably made a call. I mean, it sounds I would, fucking crazy. I wouldn't over doubt there. it, but it sounds so hostile. I couldn't find anything. Yeah, because also news out of Somalia isn't very forthcoming because i think there's a lot of yuck that happens every day that's super unfortunate so the whole thing the whole interview is super bizarre if you ever want to watch it i'll put it in the show notes but it's called the price of purity it's really good but so on what it's on vice tv Mm. so the pressure from the vice documentary and then more journalists investigating the shady business practices in early 2023, so just this year, just they this put year. out they put out a statement saying they cut ties with Ashley Mady and were opening an internal investigation. Which okay, the, when when it's an oh we're opening an internal that's like lip service essentially. Yeah. Like you already you yeah. didn't need an investigation because no. you already had Anjanette yeah. DiCarlo. Com- you have all like, the information you already need. came forward. Yeah, and you were I, just like that's not enough. It's the public pressure. Yeah. That's what makes anybody. It's to save face. Yeah. So in their statement, Breaking Ties, they highlight their Helping Hands Foundation. And the Vice documentary actually goes into the town where Duterres, Do, Duterres, Doterra. Doterra says they built a school like through their Helping Hands Foundation. They were like, we built the school like in Somaliland that's like very this very remote area. Mm-hmm. And that's like part of the mission. This is where this money goes. So the vice doc actually goes to the town and there's no school. Oh, my God. It just doesn't exist. I didn't even think of there not being a school. I yeah. thought of there being like a school, but like a broke down, busted. Like... No, there was no school at all. Not even just like. Not even like a center block building yeah. or anything. It there was no school, and then the townspeople were like, "We heard that there was a school here, and we thought the, we thought these like Americans got like taken for a ride. We thought that they were like someone like tricked them, uh-huh. and so we called them, and they were like, we were like, hey, the, you guys are so you." Someone said that there's a school here. There is no there school isn't. here. And they said that they called. They're like, we saw on the internet there's a school. There's nothing here. And they were like, no, 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 no. There's a school there. And they're like, mm, we're I'm like, literally here. I'm here, and, and I'm like, not looking at the space, here. and there's not yeah. a school here. <laughs> mm, that and so they were like, eyes. at first we thought they were taken for a ride, and then we were like, oh no, they're just fucking lying. Yeah, they're straight lying. Yeah. Yeah, no, they just were like, the Helping Hands Foundation has also been accused of collecting donations for disaster relief and then not quite delivering or like delivering like oil kits. Yeah. Which like, why do you need? For what? 
Like, why are you asking for? Yeah, well, first of all, no one needs essential no. oil kits in a disaster. No. But also, that's your own product. So no. why are you asking for donations to hand out your own to product? Out your why own not just pro- give, give them out them. for free if you really, right. people really need thieves. Right. Or sorry, on guard, or whatever. On guard, yeah. Whatever it is. On guard. So apparently what had happened is that they had asked for donations during Hurricane Harvey and then failed to deliver their essential oil kits. And then it only got out. And then they were like, oh, we we did end up getting them there. It was like a transportation issue. Yeah, OK. But like, again, I don't know. It just feels it. it. Why are you asking for money to a, donate your own shit Your own stuff. Someone? Why wouldn't you just donate it out of Out of the goodness pocket? of your yeah, own heart exactly. or through your Helping Hands Foundation. Or through all of these things that you're claiming to be so charitable with. Yeah, or, you don't you need know. more money. No. Yeah. That's bullshit. It is bullshit. I don't love it. They also did it during that whole Maui situation. But no. I don't know if anyone got anything, but. They probably didn't. They no. probably just wanted the media about it. I didn't yeah. see it, but. All those people Good. in Hawaii that are like, oh, I really need my essential oils. My house is down. <laughs> my whole house is gone. Everything. My whole house is gone. You yeah. know what I need? Frankincense. On guard. <laughs> <laughs> On guard. Uh, so we do like oils. I love oils. I, again, big smell. Person. I'm indifferent. Uh, you know what I, I did say? Likes oils you know what I, I said last episode is I said I'm a big smell lady. Yeah. And then I'm seeing it now in my notes that I was like, oils, good, smell lady. <laughs> I don't know why I keep referring to myself as the a smell, smell lady. I just really like good smelling things. Yeah, no, Aldridge does too. And he, I think that's why he's, you know, whatever. But if, like I said, I got some beef with oils. You do have beef with oils. But so rather than just leave you with this like super depressing, everything sucks about oils, I thought that I could present some ethical ways in which you can use them. The first is checking the plant your oils are derived from, making sure it's not on the endangered endangered list. And I will post a link in the show notes to the International Union for Conservation of Nature or the IUCM. But balsam, bergamot, chamomile, lavender, sage, spearmint, these are all commonly used oils that are doing well. And so they can continue to be used. Mm -hmm. Um, Frankincense, sandalwood are threatened and near threatened. So maybe find an alternative. Something alternative. And then after – so after Asley Mady lost their business with doTERRA, a collective of, a collective of women called Bio Mall – and I'll put this in the show notes too mm-hmm. – they started selling fair trade frankincense, but they're still really, really small. So it's hard to get what they produce. But in the future, they're talking about partnering with people and giving them kind of like a little like seal that to prove like, oh, this was this is barely legitimate. harvested. Right, right, right. So maybe keep an eye on them in the future. Oh, that's cool. I know. I love that. Bay Laurel, Juniper, Rosewood, and Palo Santo are all on the endangered list. So avoid buying any of those. Yeah. The second is doing some digging into companies that you're buying your oils from and not just like taking their word for it and looking on their no, site, like do your but own like do diligence. like real deep digging. Yeah. However, if you do still have oils from these companies, especially those on the threatened list, use them wisely and intentionally and do not waste them. Yeah. If Young Living and doTERRA, doTERRA is still your jam. <laughs> Go for it, but I would send a letter asking that they do better. There's like a lot of power consumers hold yeah. and demanding business practice. I 
better business practices, I think helps just, I don't know. Yeah. Keep them honest. It gets gets their attention because it's coming from the consumer. Yeah. Hopefully. I'm going to leave off with badass Anjanette DiCarlo. Mm -hmm. She says, quote, the answer is not to boycott Frankincense products. Rather, there's a lot of power in the hands of their consumers. We can demand better accountability from companies by insisting on actual third-party verifiable proof of sustainability Mm -hmm. claims, particularly certifications folked focused on social risk and ecological sustainability, such as UEBT and Fairwild, blockchain systems that can be used to verify digital payment ledgers. It can also be confirmed that the local workers were paid and how much for harvesting and sorting resin. Everything is traceable unless you don't want it to be. There you go. So there you go. That's how you uh, can use oils responsibly. Yeah. I can't wait to... um. See if anything comes of this, and then we can, like, coffee sister about it. (laughs) (laughs) That was a stretch. That was such a hard stretch. That was a stretch, but I don't hate it. Why not? Yeah. We can cheese miss about it. Hopefully we see change. Yeah. Hopefully we won't need to cheese miss, but we'll see. What's a cheese miss? I don't want to be, like, gossip about it. Oh. Yeah. What's that? Cheese miss? Like, chismosa. I don't know what cheese most is. You said it earlier and I just smiled and nodded. Oh, God. You looked like you like totally. <laughs> I felt so understood. <laughs> I felt so understood when you were like, yeah. I was yeah. like, okay. I mean, it sounds like it's a thing. Cheese most is like a gossipy girl. In what language? Spanish, I think. Mm. Or Tagalog. My mother in law and my mom all. Oh, so it's probably okay. um, a Tagalog thing. Chismosa. Means gossip in English. And what is it? What language does it come from, though? Cuba? English in English. Spanish. 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 Yeah. Oh, tracks. Yeah. Chismosa. Yeah. All right. What should we call this one? Um Astley Mady is spiritually fucked. <gasps> Doo-doo Tara. Doo-doo Tara. <laughs> there it is. That's why I was like, wait a minute. No, we have to. I was like, it has to be something with doe Tara. Doo Tara. Doo-doo Tara is spiritually fucked. Doo-doo Tara is spiritually fucked. Do better. Do better. Write your letter. Yeah, write your letters. And maybe <laughs> they'll do better. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Doubt it. But let's try. Let's Go try. For it. Go yeah. for it. Why not? Couldn't hurt. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye. Bye.